0: to WNC original music episode 91 the Swedish book episode this week we have returning Charles Latham and the borrowed band Charles and the band have an album coming out soon which we'll talk about later and also right now they have a new single out which you can download for free if you go to the show notes and there'll be a link there to download that song Charles and the Borrowed Band are from Durham, North Carolina, and this was recorded at Upcountry Brewing in Asheville, North Carolina, although Charles has been nice enough to lend us a couple of studio tracks that you're going to hear on this episode. You can find Charles Latham and the Borrowed Band at charleslatham.com. The album, when it comes out, will be called Charles Latham and the Borrowed Band, and the single that is out now is called Left on Red, and you're going to hear it right now. Remember, you can go to the show notes and find a link to download this if you like it, which I am sure you will. Here is Charles Latham and the Borrowed Band. What's your musical background, musical training, not info but like you know actually learning learning and playing in bands that sort of thing. Oh
1: yeah, I well I uh taught myself guitar. Just kind of learning learning the songs that I wanted to learn. And uh and I played played in bands all through high school and and uh and then then mostly in in college I started doing uh, I started writing songs a little more seriously and I was doing more solo stuff. And, and really from then until up, you know, up until a couple of years ago, that's, that's what I was doing. It's just, is playing all, playing solo shows. And I, you know, I still do some solo gigs, but now, uh, now I've got the band.
0: And you, uh, you've lived in, you're from Durham originally?
1: No, I'm from, I'm from Virginia. Virginia. Okay. So yeah, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, but I lived, uh, I was, I went to, I went to, uh, college in the UK uh-huh. in Brighton, which is like, a oh, the kind of seaside resort town, South of London. And, um, then I, yeah, then I, I lived in Chapel Hill for a little bit. Um, and I was up in Philly and then I lived out in West Tennessee for a little while and, and, um, then ended up back here,
0: Oh, okay, you know, but in, in yeah. Durham this time. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And, um, you were um, like, what's some, what's some differences of playing music in different, different places?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, I, I started, I think like in the UK, I started taking it more seriously than, uh, than I had in the past because they, I think just, you know, just generally they, they had a, you know, just a, a real tangible palpable appreciation for for live music, you know, I mean, if you were, if they liked what you were doing, if they didn't like what you were doing, they would also let you know. But, you know, but if, if, if you were, you know, if it was a good show, you know, then, then, you know, they just, it was just a, the most encouraging crowd, you know, and people come out, you know, to, to show, it just felt like a, the, it just felt really important to be, to, you know, to be out there performing. I mean, you know, open mic nights on a, on a weeknight would be packed and, and just. Uh, it made me want to, to be a better songwriter and a better musician. Um, but, and, you know, and that was, that was one thing about this area was that I, I kind of felt it had this, uh, you know, this strong music community and the supportive music community. And then, uh, I moved away thinking that, you know, I'd be able to maybe find something like that, you know, anywhere I went, but, you know, I kind of came to realize it wasn't the case. And that was, that's really what brought me back here.
0: How often do you guys play together?
1: Uh, we, it's, it's really like a, you know, it's, it's a, a pick up as we go kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a million different commitments, you know, uh, family life and jobs and other bands and all that stuff. So we'll get together. I try to, I try, you know, my aim for at least once a month, we try to get together. Mm-hmm. And and then when we are gigging a lot, like the last couple of months, um, yeah, we, we would we get a practice in before the shows and that,
0: you know. Oh, so that's we, that's what I meant. I meant uh, I mean, how many show? how often do you play a show?
1: Oh, you know, it varies and we kind of, yeah, we had a real busy spring and uh, early summer and now there's going to be kind of a, a little lull while everybody takes their summer vacations and we're finishing this record up mm-hmm. and then, but well, we're going to get it, uh, yeah, we're going to crank it back up. There's going to, I think, you know, as the... As we finish the album and start to, I start to do promotional stuff. Um, I'm hoping to be out on the, you know, on the road, you know, regionally every weekend for a while. So. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. And, you and play, I'll
1: either do that, you know, some will be solo gigs and some right. will be with
0: the band. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You play, you play with the band, you play solo a lot, uh, it looks like. And, uh, and you say you play sometimes a duo with Abby?
1: Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, I... Yeah we'll do some shows as a duo you know i've even done a kate like uh I, i've done a show with uh uh you know just a few members of the band you know we'll do sometimes like you know just bass you know bass two guitars or bass and a vocalist or you know yeah we'll, we'll do different configurations depending on you know what makes sense you know
0: yeah yeah but and, yeah that's
1: um, i mean I, and i kind of like that makes it fun it's a it's a, it's a versatile band like that. Sometimes we do a Billy who plays bass, bass with us also plays upright. So sometimes she'll bring out the upright and we can do kind of like a, you know, Tennessee three type setup, you know,
0: it sounds like these guys, you know, we were talking about how, how good they were, um, that it's not like you have to say, Hey, we need to go in and practice as a three piece. It's more like you can just say, Hey, let's go play this three, you know, play as a three piece and you play upright and everybody just kind of like, comes in they know the song's good enough where they can just kind of figure it out at that at that show yeah yeah it's,
1: it's definitely gotten to that point i'd say it's at that point now i mean you know it, but it's one of the things where you know i'll try to i'll if we can get together to practice I, and also i just like spending time with with them I mean, you know it's we're all you know we're friends outside of we're, we're friends in real life as they say too but yeah you know i mean like we'll We'll try to practice, and if we can't, I usually am pretty comfortable that if we can't, we can't. We'll we'll make it work, you know. And the thing with the the sound with the band, and I've always been like I'm, you know, like I'm a big Neil Young fan. I love Crazy Horse, and I've always I've always liked that, you know. I I kind of my you know my vision for the band anyway was to have it be a little bit loose, you know, not loose to the point where we're falling apart, but like you know, but for there to be some kind of you know kind of roughness there that you know some some grit, you know, and I think that. It makes it it makes it exciting there's also you know i mean honestly there <clears throat> there is a thrill about you know not <laughs> not practicing all the time and then getting on stage you know because it's you yeah. never know how it's gonna go yeah. sometimes you can a little i mean surprised i would say sometimes yeah, it's, it, no, no it's definitely nine times out of ten a bad surprise but sometimes every once in a while you know you can pull it out yeah yeah. yeah i mean my preference is definitely for us to, to get together and practice but I think, you know, as, as we get, uh, as things kind of ramp up, once we finish the record, we'll probably be seeing more of each other. Yeah.
0: Well, there's a lot of bands, you know, that, that practice a lot and, uh, you know, really polished and really good, but they'll say, we're trying to sound like we did that one time in practice. And so, yeah. so, you know, you can't, uh, not that, not that they aren't, aren't good, but there was just a, a special feeling there when maybe things weren't perfect, but it had a certain sound. And so maybe, you guys are sometimes getting that sound on stage because you're not, you know, everybody doesn't know exactly what's going to happen next. So you're not like tuning out like you might, you know, if you're playing, playing the same chord for 18 measures. um, Yeah.
1: And I, you know, I'd say one, one possible advantage to my own, like, you know, musical ignorance is that, you know, sometimes we'll, we'll do the song in a different, you know, we'll, we'll do the songs at different tempo is a lot of, you know, depending on the night, you know, and, or, you know, I've, we've, we've changed keys accidentally, you know, we've done all that kind of stuff, but they're good about kind of following with me, but yeah, the, you know, definitely the tempo thing will change or, you know, but that makes it more interesting. And, and a lot of times also there are, you know, there's some, you know, some of the songs, you know, because I wrote them on the acoustic guitar thinking I was, I'd be playing them, you know, by myself that there, there are places where, you know, I'm not sure, what's supposed to happen or how it's supposed to, you know, or how it gets from point A to point B with the band. And we kind of reinvent that every night, you know, and, and that's, that, that's the fun part too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we're getting better about, you know, that, that improvisational element too. I think, uh, you know, cause I, I have fun with that and I, you know, even if it, even if it devolves into, you know, to chaos, I always think that's, that's fun and, and you know, exciting for, for me.
2: Let me take you for granted just like. Any- i yeah.
1: Record and it's, um, you know, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a song about, it's a song about regret and about uh, uh, kind of, you know, just those things uh, when you realize that, you, you know, that when you start to, I guess it was, you know, I have a lot of, uh, or maybe I was becoming aware of how many songs I had written in which the, the narrator is kind of the, uh, <clears throat> you know, the victimized or, you know, felt victimized in some way. Um, so that one's, this one's kind of the, you know, the mea culpa mm-hmm. song.
0: Oh yeah. Um, I like the, the idea, it's, it's like a upfront, It's the kind of thing that someone would never, never say like he, cause he's saying kind of let me, or he say, let me take you for granted or won't you, won't you take me for granted? I forget.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah, it starts. That? yeah, it's, it's, yeah. The first couple choruses are, are asking to be allowed to
3: <laughs> right
0: right yeah and it, I kind of had the the feeling of um like someone who's been in a long-term relationship or or wants that because it sounded kind of like I, I it came a little became a little more bitter you know uh, if that's the right word but it kind of sounded like something someone might say well like I want to be with you forever to the point where we take each other for granted a little bit but you know maybe it's not that serious or something like that so but it yeah no like I, nice.
1: I mean I, I think that there was a side of, I mean there there's something I was definitely I think that the you know there's kind of um you know the 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 kind of dual or I don't know even the other edge of the of the coin to or side of the coin to the to the to that chorus or, or to the idea of the song was that to me I was thinking you know it's it really is like if somebody does allow you if you're in a relationship where you know you are comfortable enough you know for somebody to let you take them for granted without bringing it up, you know, <laughs> that, that, that is, that is a, a kind of deep love, you know, and that, uh, and, you know, so that that's kind of, yeah. So it, it's both, you know, I think it's both three, you know, the, uh, there's kind of a straightforward message of, of just saying, you know, of, of being aware that, you know, that, that you have maybe taken uh s- someone for granted, but then there's also, yeah, I think there's an idea too, that maybe that that's, you know, that's part of what love is is that, you know, is that you, you know, we do sometimes do that, but then, you know, that doesn't mean, you know, that, and that means not being allowed to do it without being, you know, reminded of it or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I, can yeah, I, it's ask a sad so, song.
0: <laughs> can I ask, uh, just without getting in too much, uh, detail, have you had, uh, many like long-term relationships?
1: Uh, no, but I've had, yeah, I've, I definitely have some familiarity with a long-term relationship.
0: That's all you got to say, brother.
1: I see it yeah. all in your eyes.
0: <laughs> uh, hey, you
1: know, you got to pretend it's like phone yeah. interview. What yeah. do they say? You got to you gotta, pay the dues to play the blues or whatever. You right. Know? <laughs> yeah.
0: For the, for the listening audience, he's winking at me pretty hard right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. It's a phone interview. He's sending me winky faces. He's texting me winky faces. Okay, more music from Charles Latham and the Borrowed Band and more discussion with Charles Latham himself in just a few moments. I want to remind you about that link in the show notes for the single for Left on Red. That's a really good song. And you can also see on the social media page for the podcast, WNC Original Music, there's a video from the live version at Upcountry Brewing. Go follow Charles Latham and the Borrowed Band at charleslatham.com And uh, keep an eye out for the album coming out, which is self-titled Charles Latham and the Borrowed Band. There's a lot of good music up there, and you can hear uh, some of the live versions of the songs from this album on some of the previous episodes. Uh, Charles has been on the show two times before, and a few of the songs from the album, the live versions, are on those podcast episodes. Make sure to follow the podcast at wncoriginalmusic.com. That's the main site. But also, you can find WNC original music wherever you get your podcast. Just uh, put it in the search bar there. It's also on Pandora and iHeartRadio and uh, on YouTube a little bit. And also, you can get it by searching your smart speaker. Let's try it right now. Alexa, play podcast WNC original. Here's WNC original music from Spotify. See, it worked. I hope that didn't make your smart speaker start playing the podcast because you're obviously already listening to it. Also, follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Lots of extras there, including a lot of live videos from the people that have been on the show. And also go and visit our group page. That's Western NC Original Music. And that is on Facebook. Hey, this is Courtney Cahill, benevolent genius of Modern Strangers. You're listening to WNC Original Music.
1: so that again that was on my last record um and uh, it uh, I wrote it I wrote it actually it's I wrote it in, in kind of a there was a, a I went through a dark period uh and I'm not trying to be um you know coy or whatever I just there's you know there's not a whole I, there's not a lot I really want to say about it just cause I you know for personal reasons but anyway I'll just I'll say it was a it was a dark time, but I did write some songs and, um, and that was one of them. And it was kind of, uh, yeah, it, it just, it kind of came out all in one breath in a way. And, um, yeah, and it, it, you know, it, it I, I hadn't, uh, I hadn't really done anything like that. I mean, you know, it's kind of interesting cause I, uh, I, I've listened to a lot of folk music and I'd always kind of you know, shorthand when people would ask me, oh, you know, what kind of music do you play? I'd always say folk, you know, kind of folk music. But I didn't actually, didn't have a lot of like minor key kind of songs. And, you know, and there's so many of those in, in folk, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> so I, I feel like this is my first true, uh, you know, real minor key folk song. And that's how I wrote it. It came out like like that. And, um, you know, obviously sounds different with the with the full band. But again, it was something that I think even when I was writing, I kind of envisioned having a a big, you know, a large, you know, like a a band sound to give it kind of a big, you know, sort of ominous quality. Um, But yeah, I think it's, uh, and I, and a lot of people were, um, when we were playing it, you know, during the last election and after the last election, you know, people were drawing some comparisons, I guess, because there's, it's definitely about America and it's definitely a uh, sort of, you know, dark vision of America, but it was, I wrote it like a year before, you know, all that kicked off. So it mm. really, wasn't, it wasn't really about that. Um, but you know, but yeah, I guess that's in there.
0: Um, I mean, it does like, yeah. yeah, it is one of those things like, uh, like you were saying some with some other songs is people apply their own meaning to it. And, uh, you know, if you've written a, a song that has an emotional, uh, as- aspect to it, then people are going to take that emotional aspect to it and apply it to you know some personal or universal situations, I guess. In this situation, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think this is one where the uh, the band really on the on the live recording really makes it. Uh, I've been meaning to go back and because uh, this is one you sent me to uh, to use in a promo, but um, it sounds like you know live. Like I'm, I'm listening to it. I'm I'm hearing you guys play it, and there's parts where it where it kind of builds up and pulls back and builds up and pulls back, and um, and sometimes like you think, wait a minute, are they just are they just kind of figuring this out? But then when it comes back from pulling back, it's so intentional that it sounds, um, you know, you know it's on purpose and you know it's it's tight. It's like when you play a song loosely, but you really know, kind of like the crazy horse comparison you were making a while ago. That, that this is maybe the song where where the band really does sound like crazy horse or have that um have that ability to be loose but also professional at the same time so yeah
1: well you know and and to be honest not to not to reveal the you know the secret behind the trick but we we actually probably didn't really know how we were going to land it and i think that you know yeah that 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 was just kind of you know that was just improvisation that, that ended up working out, you know, cause we kind of, it, well, we'll, you know, we, we don't usually go, we don't usually take it into a, a law lo- as, as long of a spaced out sort of part at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. like we did for that, for that show. But, and then, but yeah, the bringing it back usually, you know, sometimes we'll do that and then kind of just we'll let it sort of fade out, you know, or we'll bring it to a, to a halt right after that last chorus. But this was kind of, you know, yeah, we kind of did it, we we haven't really done it like the way we did it on the, uh-huh. at that show before, so I'm glad it worked. But yeah, that was yeah. that was definitely you know yeah some improv.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. so it was more or less less what I said, and more just a bunch of people that are used to playing with each other and and can make make an improv sound, uh, not rehearsed, but but you know not not exactly free form. Yeah, time. I mean, it's
1: definitely we're 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 getting to that point, you know, uh, that, you know, if you're going to do any improvisation as a band, you need to be in where it's like we're starting to learn to read each other's cues, you know, and it's and it's not just it's not just me. Uh, you know, I'd like I'd say that we sometimes will take turns leading the band, not that anyone's really leading, but I think in those moments, you know, we'll we can cue each other and then we'll we'll sort of all go in that direction. So there's been yeah, there's been times when the drummer, you know. you know, Steve, you know, he's not ready to, (laughs) he's not ready for the song to be done or he is ready or he thinks it needs to like, you know, it needs to have like a, it needs to cool out for a second or, or, you know, and and both the, our lead players will do that too. So, you know, yeah, it's kind of been a, that's been interesting too, as we've gotten, as we started to get tighter with each other. Yeah. But yeah, that song, I mean, you know, and I just, the last thing I'll say is the, the title, I mean, yeah, I think that the title specifically is trying to allude to that um, to that folk, you know, to kind of a folk quality. I wanted it to have, you know, I, I wanted it to, to to be kind of like a folk ballad, you know, or like a, you know, um, yeah. And, and so I wanted to, you know, so giving it that, that title, I mean, you know, there's a, you know, I wanted it to be a, also, you know, something that was, that had enough room for, you know, for, somebody to read into, but yeah, when, that was, that was I, yeah, it's definitely my first, you know, minor key folk, folk tune.
0: <laughs> when I, uh, when I listen to the song, I picture, um, do you know who the painter Andrew Wyeth is?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah that's what I picture his, his paintings when I want to hear the song. And that kind of goes oh, wow, on with yeah. that kind of, uh, um, I know he didn't do American Gothic, but it, it has that American Gothic, not the painting but the the style uh feel to it you know kind of like the yeah. the um uh uh what's the word um i'll think of it uh tomorrow afternoon um anyway that that feeling you can pat- <laughs> patch it in yeah yeah Those kind of like overcast skies um you know kind of hard scrabble melancholy like a melancholy to what yeah. it was. yeah that was a word yeah Whew. yeah Man now I don't have to if I thought of it this morning at like one o'clock I'd be like texting you it was melancholy <laughs> what
1: well now, now you'll just have that sense that you were supposed to do something and you can't remember what it was right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my song. that's my internet, my international super hit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's an older one. I, uh, I wrote that uh, when I was <clears throat> still in, in college in the UK. Um, and I wrote it. I mean, you know, and again, you know, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, I, I wrote it in like I wrote it. I sat down and I wrote it in one sitting and the irony is you know it's like it took me the least amount of time to to write but it's the one song or you know well up until recently it was the one song that had been you know covered by other bands and it not only covered by but it covered by a couple of different bands mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and i was I was thinking you know there's all these other songs that and you know not to look a gift horse in the mouth but you know because my for a long time my goal as a songwriter was just that to have somebody want to you know to like a song enough to learn it and want to play it themselves. you know. But I was, but I, there was part of me when it would happen, I was like, that song, you know, like <laughs> not not the ones that I've labored over and, right. and then have like a, you know, a couple of choruses and a bridge and all that stuff, you know, but yeah, hard on, uh, it's just, you know, uh, I don't know what to say about it anymore because it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's. but I I, I will say that the, the way we do it, it's, it's kind of funny because yeah, that's another one that I, you know, I wrote it on the acoustic guitar. I used to do it with uh, a friend or, or one of my friends my good friends, like uh, flatmates, this girl she she would she played flute and she would sing it. Um, so you know bef- that's before Lizzo, by the way. <laughs> so we would we would do it together, and she would sing it with me and do kind of like a almost like a, a you know like in the round style where she would alternate the 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 lyrics so that we were singing it together and kind of had this you know it was going like you know with her slightly delayed you know. Uh, sec you know second vocal and then she would mm-hmm. she put some flute on there too <laughs> but, and you know we do it just like an acoustic kind of thing um but then I heard yeah this, there's a band called withered hand in Scotland and they they did it as a full band version and I really liked how they did it um so we kind of do it yeah I kind of borrowed their version uh for when I wanted to do it with it you know when I when I got my own band together
3: oh,
0: that's cool.
1: um so yeah so now it's this kind of you know this is kind of rock and roll song.
0: I like the repetition in the lyrics where it's um, there's repetition. And then each, each repetition sort of has its own uh, distinct rhythm. Like at one point you say a pen, a pen, a pen, a pen. And that kind of, it kind of alternates. It stays outside of the four, four, you know, it's like a three, four yeah. inside of four, four. But then when you say a hard on a hard on a hard on, that's, that's all the same. That's like a one, two, three, four. Uh, and then a couple of other examples there you you kind of fit fit words in differently uh, each time with that repetition that' was pretty cool
1: yeah yeah and I mean you know I yeah I think that that's there's a lot of that in my lyrics generally which which again you know I'll give Abby a lot of credit because she has this thing with me and just learned my weird time timing you know phrasings but you know she's done a good job about that but yeah um, yeah yeah and I, I think like hard on yeah I I I it's it's something that's I think what it's it, it's just got a kind of quality to it that's a, a a kind of it's it's I think there's a bit of like an identity search in there you know it's it's, it's I think that's what it's a song I, you know the the best I can because it's weird to me now because it's uh, it was I wrote it a, a while ago now at this point and it, and I wrote it so quickly that it really is hard for me to remember even what I was thinking about you know when I first wrote it and now there's been so many different you know, I've played it so many times mm-hmm. and in so many different contexts that, yeah, it's, it's one that's really like, you know, I, yeah, it's, I almost feel, you know, it's not that I feel out of touch with it, but it's, it's like, there's an out of body almost experience with it where it's, you know, I, you know, yeah, it's, I, you know, I have no idea who the person is that, <laughs> that wrote that song, yeah. but, you know, but still, but it's still, it still means something to me. And I think, I think part of what it, why i i think part of the reason i still even like it or play it is because other people like it uh, you know i think it's one of those things i might have thrown away if <laughs> you well. know if, if i you know if i hadn't seen on youtube that there was you know somebody in scotland playing it on the banjo and stuff so yeah. you know
0: it seems yeah. like a fun a fun song for the band to play i mean you guys that's probably uh i might be wrong but that's maybe where the uh the soloist kind of uh shine the most on this, well, uh,
1: yeah, and I think uh, I think our drummer is Steve too, because he's yeah, he, yeah, he gets he's he he. I think it was one practice where we kind of came up with the speed, the speeding up thing, where we just you know it gets faster and faster. Yeah, and, you know we've yeah, and so uh, yeah, I've broken many a guitar string yeah. thanks to that new arrangement, but it's that's good.
0: Okay, I want to thank Charles for being on the show, and I want to thank Charles and the Borrowed Band for lending some studio tracks. And also for letting us use the uh, live recording from their show at Upcountry Brewing in West Asheville, North Carolina. Don't forget to follow Charles Latham and the bar band at charleslatham.com. Keep an eye out for that new album. Look in the show notes for this episode for the free download link for their new single. And go to WNC Original Music on Facebook. And Instagram to look for videos from their um, live performance at Upcountry Brewing. Don't forget to follow the podcast WNC Original Music. Search that wherever you get your podcast or go to wncoriginalmusic.com. Also look for us on Facebook and Instagram. And look for the Facebook group. That's Western NC Original Music. I tried to make it close enough that it's relative but uh, different enough that it's confusing. That's Western NC Original Music on Facebook. But you can see a, a lot of more stuff there from the podcast and from other WNC original musicians. And also, if you are a WNC original musician or if you're coming through the area, you can post your own music on the group. Our closing song this week is provided by Tears of Victory. This is a project from Chris Aaron, who is a singer-songwriter from Olympia, Washington. And you can find his album on Bandcamp at tearsofvictory.bandcamp.com. Have a good week.
3: With open eyes we'll see It's how beautiful this life can Doesn't matter what they say We were meant to build our life this way You innocent and the man What it be would it be shown that I did not acknowledge that you said anything about dismembered bodies?